Miriam Tazi in the house. Malcolm Riddle? That's what? <laughs> Why? Are, we, are we on? <laughs> we are, yeah, we're on. What was that? Question mark? Well, it was, it was yeah, it was, are we on we're, Malcolm Riddle? We're always on Miriam Tazi, okay. a.k.a. <laughs> the African with attitude, a.k.a. A-W-A. Yeah, see, I don't even know my AKs. I got your AKs, okay? <laughs> I know you do. You know what I mean? Since you gave them to me. I got your AKAs. Mm-hmm. How about mine? Which one of my AKAs? <laughs> the, I know the Doc Chill AKA. Okay. And then... Back in the day AKA, Kid Fresh. Now, though, the hip-hop wine consultant. There you go, Miriam Tazi. <laughs> Who, that one. Say that one more time. Who am I? <laughs> the hip-hop wine consultant. Mm. And the hip-hop wine consultant says... <laughs> the number one set on, and sound. Live. Ghetto music. Produced by KRS-One. What if I fight, 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 To attain levels in rhyming But when I listen to them I see they're only lying They're trying But after some years If you ain't got it Lay it down Put it down Find a way to try and stop it But change it Rearrange it Be a producer Don't touch the microphone Because you'll always be the loser And laugh that smirk dawn You don't belong With those that perform their song On and on and on and on and on You're less get specific This style is for the gifted Poetically uplifted I speak to you Not at you to attack you Maybe when I'm through with this rhyme I'll get a statue So now I ask you Or tell you people literally When it comes to rock and funky lyrics You are better than me Down with BDP Endlessly reciting poetry I'm in the street, you hear my voice, you know it's me KR, nope, I'm not ready to say my name yet Many say they teach with this style, they haven't attained yet What if I fight, 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 what if I fight, fight, fight What if I fight, 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 you know that it's KRS-One that comes to sing the styles that ain't sung. I rock the party, but oh, gotta run. Cause only the suckers want a chance at that. To see if KRS-One is really all that. Instead of a rap, I jack slap all of them back. Because the teacher that you see is not whack. I'd like to stack up all the hits that I'll make. Three albums, a triple A, a K. People, we got to keep everyone on their toes, especially Miriam Tazi, the African with attitude. Mm. And we got to bring it in with a little blast master KRS one. I like the, that. 
That's yeah, funky. Well, you know, you know, you know, you know. I got to gets down like that. Okay. Woo wee! I'm still a little worked up, people. So thanks for tuning in. Yeah, she's laughing because uh, what happened behind the scenes before the, you know what I mean? Before we got all queued up. Miriam let loose. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? you probably fucking recorded that she, shit and you're going to play it on some yeah, looper shit. She let loose like <laughs> a goose. I don't trust you anymore. I should like not mic up or, or put my headphones or anything, get close to the mic before. Don't even say no words. Just look yeah. straight ahead. <laughs> shit. Look straight ahead. Well, mm. yeah. Cause this, yeah. I'm not even going to get on it because now people are going to want to know. What? And about the AKAs? Whatever. It was just a little discussion, people. <laughs> we, we had a little discussion. We had a little discussion. Things got a little little out of hand. A little out of hand. Sure, we'll call it that. A little heated in, the, in, in studio today, but, you know, it's a good warm-up session for us. So, yeah, yeah. thanks for tuning in. And, uh, yeah, we've had some interesting episodes. Sure. You know, just Very coming off the episode with uh, Earl Cameron, a.k.a. <laughs> EEC the exotic Earl Cameron. Yeah, there you go. Look at it. She was ready to drink her tea. She wasn't did caught her off guard. She's in hysterics right now. Like, you know, she's I thought got her, we weren't gonna. Okay. She's got, she's got her her long yeah her long dress thin you know and exposed. I'm gonna tell you guys you know, like you can see things. There's there's a thin. I, Hey. Hot summer day in the Washington, exactly. D.C. area, and, and Miriam Tazi is dressed for it in studio, <laughs> revealing oh, everything. Mm. I'm having some tapioca pudding. Why are you eating on the air? Mm. Are you really doing this right now? It's just tapioca. Oh, yeah. There's two types of people in this world. <laughs> There's people yeah. who well. like tapioca and people who don't. And I'm on that uh, tapioca tip. I know you are. So that's what's up. Mm-hmm. I um, forgot what I was even going to podcast about, <laughs> to be honest. I, I, Great. I'm so glad we're doing this today. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. It's my fault because you had like the one idea and I fucked it up for you. I'm no, so you sorry. Didn't, no, not, <laughs> not at all. Okay, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I'm sorry. I, I do. I, I'm drawing a complete blank, though. Yes. What did you want to talk about? Oh. What's been going on? Did you oh. want to complain? Like, now you're all, like, smiles. But, like, you know, maybe 20 minutes ago, you had a lot to say, actually. Maybe we should have just kept the mics hot. It was <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Fucking make the whole studio, as soon as the door opens, on air yeah. sign comes on. It's like a reality TV show. Could you imagine? God no. I've thought about that when I go around going doing when I go door to door selling wine. Right. I thought about just recording. Actually, I did. Did you? Yeah, man. I that's funny that that, that even <laughs> came up. Check this out. So, I you know, a lot of times I'm I'm in the field and I'm going door to door selling wine and some of you may know or you may not know. This might be your first time tuning into the podcast, or you may have tuned out by now. But for those of you that are hanging in there, you know that <clears throat> I go door-to-door trying to sell some wine throughout the day in the D.C. area, VA, Maryland, representing, you know. Yeah. That's my get-down. Mm-hmm. You know, Malcolm Riddle, <laughs> a.k.a. We're so funny. Come on. Let it now, every time you're going to say a.k.a. now, I'm going to start thinking I'm, like, on the spot that I have yeah. to remember. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Work with me here. Yeah, but AKA. I don't remember the uh, oh the hip hop wine consultant because oh, I'm well, still thinking Doc geez. Chill. Doc Chill. <laughs> That's the first one that comes to my mind. Not Doc Chill. You anymore. should have never told me that. 
ever. That was back when I was a, a kid. <laughs> I know. I was a child. I was a young 14-year-old. Well, year before old. you were the personal wine consultant. Yeah. Well, I'm still the personal wine consultant, but it, it's, it's, it's changed into a couple different things from the hip-hop wine consultant to the uh, Mandalorian wine <laughs> consultant as well for our sci-fi fans out there. But yes, so going door-to-door. I've, as you know, Miriam Tazi, there are mm. some very uh, interesting characters, personalities. Yes, one may say mm-hmm. uh, in the wine biz. Sure, and some of the interactions are pretty funny. But the reason why I'm a, I'll play. Wonder what time this one was. On. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's that's how my thoughts. That's how that's my thoughts in my head. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, a bunch of mumbling. See if this plays. Oops, that's still playing KRS. That's what I'm talking about. Let's just hear that for a minute. Oh. Since it's playing, I might as well play it. Hey, yo, you know that comes from, right? That comes from doing the parties and blowing up. All right, all right. Okay, we got it. Yeah, we got it. We got it. A little taste of uh, sex and violence, the original way. Uh, by Boogie Down Productions. That was just the end of the song. But since it played, man, let me just put, make sure. Yeah, let's pause that. Yeah, let's uh, production. Not to do that. Well, I need an engineer. <laughs> this podcast is all over the place, people. So I was out and about this week <clears throat> going door to door selling wine. I've already said that three or four times. Mm-hmm. Last minute call. Producer was in town. I got to oh, drive yeah. him around all day, right? You know, it's, it's not, it's, it, <clears throat> I wouldn't say it's not fun. But if I know about it in advance, I can prepare for it. So the past couple times, I haven't had, uh, you know, a healthy heads up. Right. Uh, so to speak. <clears throat> right. If you will. It happens. You know. Might I inject. Okay. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Got it. So it's, it's you know, I, I gotta, I'm on the fly. I'm on the run. Yeah. And I got to, you know, drive around all day with this said individuals. Mm-hmm. Not a, you know, again, it's not really that big of a deal, but sometimes it is. <clears throat> so we were going door to door and had some interactions, but a lot of these, some of these wines are new to me. Mm. So I, you know, I was standing around, you know, listening to them. I was like, you know what? Maybe I should record, you know, what's being said. That way, I can study and you know, kind of get to know the the intimate details. Sure. But I didn't let anyone know I was doing it, so I don't even know if it's legal. That's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Creeper. I, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. one of my titles. That's another AKA, I guess. <laughs> no. Huh? Okay. Let's see what's being reserve cab going back to 80, 87 through 1990 are over the hill, um, but still actually drinking okay. Um, they're just, you know, past their peak. Um, music. 91 on is, is drinking beautifully. Um, we make all of our wines with the, the focus on having good acid and structure in it, so the wines will age really well. Chardonnay is, our 97 Chardonnay is... We just had a couple weeks ago. It's drinking great. You know, it's, they all age very well. So that's what I got to listen to. <laughs> that's the, yeah. That's my. I, that's what I got to listen to. It. Er day. Er. It's at its peak, you know. Yeah, yeah. This is what I got to listen to. You people. can lay down for a good five years easily. Listen, and there's <laughs> a, awkward silence. Yeah. Why aren't, isn't anybody? No, like, it, oh, no. It's not a conversation? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it got heated. I missed that one. We had a heated one at like, Arrow Wine. Meaning what? Oh. Heated why? A lot of FUs and F so that. what? About the wines? Not so much about the wines, but the way the business is structured. Oh. And the owner picked up on it really fast. And it was, uh, oh. it, it was a great 
uh, exchange, should I say. Very entertaining. Okay. Uh, this one is, you can see What's it's that? still. Really like it. You do? Yeah, good. Thanks. You're not saying anything. No, I'm sitting there playing with my phone, <laughs> wondering if these people can see me. But no, I did. I I, I did record a couple few uh, uh, interactions, and uh, mainly from my own knowledge. Just to see what exactly is being, you know, this slope, that slope, the right slope. I think to the majority of the people out there, it's interesting. But I kind of I, I glaze over a lot of times. So it's yeah. There, you know. it, there's different aspects of wine descriptions that you can get into with people, right? Some people just want to know what it tastes like, you know, what it reminds them, what it reminds you of, something that they like. You know, is it going to be like the Chardonnay that I like? Is it going to be a buttery Chardonnay? You know, or is it going to have oak or no oak? But then, you know, it gets a little bit deeper, you know, and then with the food pairings and all of that. But then, when people want to really know about terroir, et cetera, et cetera, and slopes and you know, yeah, where is it set? Who your neighbors are? How long are? it was on the lees and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. What? It's like, yeah, I can understand that being, you know, or, or really specifically like where in Willamette Valley this is, you know, and like, you know, especially with Google these days, like sometimes people are just like relentless, you know, and you're like, well, you know, I mean, I, 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 I like to know some of the basic stuff. Like, I want to know what's different between them. You know, if I'm going to have, like, six Pinots, like, I want to know what's different between them. Why? Okay, they're all from Willamette. But, okay, then you want to get a little deeper into the difference between the Pinots or the production or the age or whatever. It's a little bit more fruit. Or more fruit. <laughs> I uh, Six months. That's it. But, See? like, 75% of them are brand new. Okay. So it's a pretty strong influence. Mm-hmm. And wholesale? <laughs> he just wants to know price. <laughs> I think How I was long are you, so are you going to be here for what, another night then? Uh, I'm actually probably going to, because it's Virginia Beach, so I'm probably just going to, we've got a kind of a short day today, so I was going to take off and try to beat traffic. Mm-hmm. So that's small just talk. Yeah, yeah, while so, you're tasting the wines, just chat it up. But that's Victor at Vienna Vintner. He, you know, he keeps it, he, he keeps it moving, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, but He's I mean, a, a, lot, a lot of times, you know, I, yeah, I, I just thought so for a second. I was like, let me just record some of these interactions and see. You know, I can go back and I didn't even go back and listen to any of this stuff, to be honest, till just now, till we thought about it. Well, I mean, so you're I also guess, there, so it's like, yeah, but you know, I, and you've heard it six times, you know. Well, that's, like, but that's just it. Sometimes, sometimes some of those key words they're they're important, especially yeah. for selling. I'm not going to go into all those great details about the slopes and stuff anyway because I got to keep it moving. I got, you know, six places I need to be fast. But you also know who's going to care and who's not. You know, you're not going to go and talk about terroir to someone who doesn't care about terroir. They want to know price. Do, you know? Yeah, some, some, yeah. A lot of them are, you yeah, know. Because they're also trying to learn about the wine. If they're going to sell it, they want to know some key points to sell yeah. it at. They're not going to necessarily go and do all the research, you know, and record shit like you know it's it's always nice when whenever a distributor comes in and presents me with a new wine like i do want them to tell me a little bit more about it so that i i have selling points as well you know it's the gift that keeps on giving you know? yeah well so, i mean well, again in my defense <clears throat> some of these are new so yeah, that's yeah. why that's why i was like let me just record it that way i can for sure uh get those points and i of course you can go online and all that but sometimes uh that that more personal um, inter- interaction, it, it's a little bit more meaningful. Yeah. So I captured some of it on uh, on audio <laughs> without anyone's knowledge. <laughs> well, now they know. 
Yeah. We need to get Victor, Victor back on this thing. He's got a good podcast voice. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, put, we'll put that one in the maybe pile. Mm, mm, mm. But, anyway. yeah, so, I, you know, I organized that. And back to what you were saying about me venting. Uh, I mean, I didn't. Both of those instances, I haven't got one thank you. You know what I mean? One thank you, man, for, for doing that. Not so much from the people I drove around with. They're fine with it. But the, uh, the uh, you know, the, the wholesaler. Well, especially man. not just, not a- just that, the fact that you were able to coordinate on such short notice and really show them a good time. Like, these people were really happy with the accounts that you went to and you, ex- you exceeded their expectations. So, like, that would be nice to be, like recognized you know by your peers mm. or whatnot at least thankless thankless position yeah you know what i mean no reward no thanks just expectations and it, it, it it's disappointing it, well it fucks with my head in a lot of ways and that's kind of why i played that song i mean just you know the opening up with that KRS, the KRS one uh, song, the style you haven't done yet. Mm. Um, it, it also applies to anything outside of being an MC. You know what I mean? You have to be a producer. You know, you have to take it in your own hands and create, and you have to stay relevant. You know what I mean? You have to keep at it. You know, and I had conversations throughout the week, and this this is this works for me, and it works <laughs> it works against me in a lot of ways. I mean, it. it Man, it throws me into this downward spiral, this mental, I don't even want to get into this, but this, this mental downward spiral because, you know, when I, when I started being a quote-unquote wine broker, I had one label, you know what I mean? Adam Carolla. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. I mean, I had a few retailers laugh at me and was like, you're not going to be able to do anything. You're like, I just need one. You're not even going to do anything, you know what I mean? So I went out and banged that out. And, you know, every day I went out with Mangria and established it in the market and, you know, it wouldn't... I was treating that brand, and still do to some aspect. You know, when I go out and I, I sell something, I, I, I do it as though, you know, everything hangs on that. Like your life depends on it. That's my lifeline. And then it grew to another brand. And I picked up, you know, some other wholesaler, of course. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them fizzled out. You know, William Harrison Imports and mm-hmm. uh, Virginia Eagle. I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't be dropping names, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything bad. It just didn't work out. Things, yeah. you know, things don't work out all the time. But then yeah. I, you know, picked up a couple, couple other ones right now that are doing okay. Uh, but I don't know. I just don't know if it's me or or what. I mean, you've heard me say that a thousand times. So much so that you know. Yeah, but it's also you know it's hard to hear um, Fuck. you say that because there's I mean. You taught me a lot about the wine business and, you know, to see someone that you see as kind of like a mentor and see them like suffer because of the business that you're in, you know? That's why I said. Maybe I should just get out. You know what I mean? Maybe I should. But you were out for a little bit and then it's like people were. Maybe this business is like the mob. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's so easy to get back in like and get sucked back in. Yeah. So you were out for a while, but like me too, like I... I'm tr- I'm just it's I can't really get myself completely out of it. Um but it is kind of like a big family too. So there's like a loyalty there and like you were talking about like the biggest part that you taught me was how important the relationship aspect is of the business. And that's you know? the up. That's the upside. Yeah, and that's a great side, you know. Um but 
it's not it's not great when the relationship is just one sided, you know. And if you're feeling like you're being taken advantage of, yeah, like you're not getting paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not being rewarded. You're not being compensated for your skill level. Yeah. You know what I mean? For the the amount that you put in. Uh, there are a lot of takers out there, and we're not just talking about the wine business. It's not just any business. There are a lot of entities out there that will will just continue to to take, yeah. and they will not invest. And believe me, the companies that do invest, uh, you know, in their their employees or in their clients or or whatever structure you're you're in, you you can tell. And and people that want to make a decision, they they make that decision. I mean, I I basically. What was it last week? Was it last week or this week? I can't remember. Was it this week? I can't remember. But anyway, I talked with two different um, uh, companies about um, you know representing their their you know their brands, mm-hmm. and uh, it's you know just talk. I mean, it's like you know what I mean. They know my get. They know my get down. You know what I mean. They know yeah, my but not skill everybody level. Everybody's ready to pull the trigger at the same time. And I got to be patient. Yeah, that's what, every, that's what my brother said. That's what you said. But I'm, you know, I'm. All, I know I'm, you're ready. You're like you're gonna. I'm, I'm ready. You're ready to move now. So even that meeting, you're just like, can we just? Yeah, let's get you down know, to the point, right, man? Let's get to the point. Let's cut out the charade. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> sure, the charade. What do you say, charade? charade. <laughs> huh? Just, How do you say it? I speak well, the Queen's language. Okay. <laughs> Oh, in French, it's la charade. It's That's just right. funny the, that you say it, charade. <laughs> the charade. Mm. See what I got to do. <laughs> do you see? I love language stuff. I'm going to point it out. <laughs> it's for my own entertainment. Sorry. <laughs> but. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's just at that point. Mm-hmm. It's been at that point. It's the tipping point. Mm. Uh, and, you know, it's just. There's a lot at stake with me, you know. When I when I look back at the at the the years and the amount of work, especially being out there, you know, I, from sun up to sun down, juggling another job, you know, all that. And that's not anyone's fault. That's not any you know the, the distributor. You know, that's not on them. You know what I mean? But but you know, it weighs on me. Mm-hmm. So those are things that I need to uh, handle and 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 you know deal with in my own way uh yeah you are i don't know man i don't even know why i'm rambling about this shit sorry people because it's part of your life yeah but it's 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 a lot it's 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 well it's past consuming me and even right now, like there, there are good things. There are great things going on. I mean, yes, the relationship aspect of it. Yes, I can go into any said store and get anything. Rest certain restaurants as well. Get anything done. Get a table. You name it. It's some, I can pull off some pretty amazing things. I can coordinate events from here to uh, to uh, California. Um, we've got an event coming up. I've got uh, you know international connections. You know what I mean? Internationally known on the microphone. You know, but uh, <laughs> it's yeah. true. It's but, true. But you know, it's it's you know, where's the where? Maybe that is the glory. You know what I mean? Maybe that's the glory. Maybe that's the reward. Maybe that's the pay. Maybe it's not going to come in in the form of security, a check, a four hundred one k, health insurance. You know what I mean? Being able to provide on a uh, on a regular basis, having assets, you know, what I mean, all that stuff. I mean, yes, I've had those things and lost those things, and had them again and lost those things because of my risk, 
within this field and the risk and the investment that I've I've I put into it and then, you know, it didn't didn't work out in my favor. Of course those other individuals Fine. Yeah, they are. So you know, and yes, we did we set up um a distributor uh, recently and you know we yeah we got the ABC license we got some brands we finally got some brands approved as of uh as of, of this week which yeah. is a which is a big up yeah. uh and I met with the Italian producer um the other night and we sat and he presented some other wines uh, to me so it's probably going to be a strong hold on Italian wines but again you know while I'm, while I'm in these meetings, while I'm, while I'm doing this stuff, you know, it's like 10 o'clock at night, 10.30. It doesn't seem late. It, it doesn't. It might not seem late to someone listening, but, you know, when you, when you got a lot of shit weighing heavy on your head, you know what I mean? When you got, when you, you know, when you got well, the world on your... you need to also understand that you've been starting since like 6 a.m. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you start your day... Yeah, and I was up until <laughs> yeah. 2 or 3 a.m. Yeah. You know so what it's I mean? like you're you're... Yeah, it doesn't just start at yeah. 10.30 p.m. Like, this is at the end of, like, having probably done, you know, like, a ride along and working your other job, and then after still doing that, and then still having to drive an hour to get home, you know? So it's like, and then having to work probably on your newsletter, and then, so you don't really have any time, you know, um, off, even within... <laughs> your waking hours, you know. I'm getting depressed listening to that shit. But but it's true. Like you know, when you think about it, you add it all up together. It's like no wonder you're tired. You know, <laughs> like shit. Like I had a few days off from one of my jobs, and I was like a new person. I was rejuvenated. You know, yeah. but you don't even have one day off a week, if that. You know, so it's gonna weigh on you for sure. And uh, but no yeah. wonder like you want shit to happen because so, it's like you don't waste any time. So, so anyway, I'm, yeah. And on top of that, yes, the the uh, what? I'm in the meeting with the uh, Italian producer, and, and, and you know I got a great vibe. You know what I mean from from him and, and his team. But the whole time I'm in a conversation, you know, the way my mind works, I'm thinking, uh, you know. If I'm lucky, I'm thinking about a dozen different things. Don't get me wrong. I'm still focused on, on, on what's in front. But, you know, there's a lot going on in my brain. And one of the things I'm thinking about is, you know, just I know my level of commitment, but I'm looking at the years now where, you know, I did talk about it on a few podcasts ago where there's certain things that I, I really want to do that I'm inspired to do, which is writing and, and, and creating and every time, every time, you know, a, every time I get a new a wine label or there's something in this business, man, it's it's like a a step away from what you want to yeah, do. No, it's 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 like a it's 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 like a dream. It's like a dream where you're just being pulled pulled yeah, out to sea yeah. or something. It, it 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 feels weird, you know. It's like, and you, you know, being being at the age. That I'm at, or being at the, the state of mind that I'm at, being the, the the amount of debt that I'm I'm in, you know what I mean? You, 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 yeah, I mean, you, I could say, you know, I could, I could say, fuck it, you know what I mean? But it's it's, it's that's a that's a tough thing. I mean, it's and even even starting the the, the the distributorship. I mean, damn. I mean, that's a that's on a, that's a huge gamble. It's a huge risk, and not only that, you know it. it, it I'll spend easily the next twelve months building the brand, the the brands, the few brands that I have right now. Twelve months, 
building it, establishing it. Not so much selling it, but establishing it. You know what I mean? Banging on doors. Being said no to two dozen times before you say someone considers. You know what I mean? And again, the lucky part of that is I've got a built-in infrastructure of relationships, so that may or may not happen, but... You know, I'm being very careful about the the, the quality of, of brands we're playing with. Uh, so, I don't know. It, it, it's a lot to, to, to uh, you know, and there's a lot of other stuff on top of that. There, there's, there's good stuff, bad stuff, but sometimes, you know, I'm not there. I'm not all there. Like right now, I mean, I, I just, uh, I'll blank out and just, you know, I'll be somewhere else. You know, I don't, I don't even know if I want to even do the podcast today. I was like just driving in. And, uh, it, you know, it's just consumed, you know, just totally consumed with thought, you know, and, and that happens, you know. And, 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 but the key thing, I think, is just to, to keep, keep moving because no matter what the emotion you're still alive. You're still breathing. And whatever raw emotion that is you're feeling, this is what i got to tell myself anyway, yeah. um, is uh, uh, that's the feeling of life. You know what I mean? Deal with that shit. <laughs> yeah. Deal with that shit. You know what I mean? Take that shit head on. And, uh, and, 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 and that's, that's, that's all I'm going to say on that right now. That's it. Uh, you know? I wouldn't okay. even talk about that today. I wasn't. I was going to talk more about hip hop. Mm. I watched that video. You did. I did. I liked it. it what video is that? The um, wait, the rock steady. Mm. Crazy legs. Yeah, but what was the? Uh, there's. So hold on. I'm sorry, guys. I was eating up. some tapioca. <laughs> of course. Pudding. I want to bring up the thing so that people can find it. Well, you can go on. You can you can you can you can look up. You know, I mean, if you you guys you guys know Rocksteady Crew, right? You got to know. If you don't know, look it up. If you don't look it up, don't talk to me ever again. Whoa. Ever, 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 Whoa. ever. But I mean, you got to. You, I mean, you just got to know. One is one of the elements of hip hop breaking, uh, um, or b boying. Mm-hmm. You know. You I mean, we right. well, we had Crazy Legs on the podcast yep. of the world famous Rocksteady Crew, and he, he did he called me out on the show. About calling it, well, it wasn't called break dancing origin on you know back in the days. Mm-hmm. Um, who knew though? I, I was you know, but the media always coined something. I know. You know what I mean, and, and they run. With it's it, a like, trying to categorize like did, things, like and... they did with gangster rap. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any of us or any anyone that was doing you know rap music back in the day was actually calling it gangster rap. Reality rap, I think I remember hearing that a lot. But I mean, it was just you know people a reflection of what's going on, but. Uh, Legs has been, um, he's, uh, he is, uh, you know, one of the pioneers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've talked about this on the show where he's, he's, uh, he was to, to me just as influential as KRS one, you know, I just remember be, sitting on the porch with EEC and SV point J and stone, <laughs> And their AK, their real names. I can, I can give, out, I can give out their government names, but, but <laughs> I guess for theatrics, but, you know, I think it's a little bit more, uh, more fun to say their AKA. But we would sit on a porch in Flint, Michigan, and we'd just be talking about these cats and just 
wondering, because there was no social media back then, yeah. but when we'd hear about these battles, these epic dance battles uh, and stuff like that, uh, which if you go into archives of AmericanRiddle.com or on AmericanRiddle.com, you'll see the episode and listen to it. And actually, Crazy Legs shared uh, some of those moments, uh, which was really dope. Yeah, that was really fun. The uh, he, so he's he's been actively involved with getting the history right in hip hop. I guess what happens is, or what's been happening in hip hop is, there are a lot of cats that are feeling like they've been left out, yeah. abandoned, like you know their name is being excluded from the from the record books. And see, hip hop's in that in that has been in that that that. that era that phase right now where there's a lot at stake i mean there's stuff going on at the smithsonian you know what i mean there's 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 libraries being built there's and i'm sure there are a lot of people that contributed uh, that their names you know aren't in the forefront and there's a lot of beef going on right now so legs krs you know uh, africa bambata uh, there's been a lot of people, and I mean, fuck the, the controversy around Africa, Bambada right now. I mean, yeah. that's serious. Yeah, really. Serious. You know what I mean? I'm not even going to really get into that. You yeah. guys can Google it, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to even. Tr- I'm not even going to speak out of turn until right. the facts are out. Yeah. And even still, just like anything else, I'll say I'll say my piece on this. I know I know I'm all over the place on this podcast today, but anything happening with Bam anyway, it won't for me doesn't it doesn't change his contribution to hip hop in a culture it doesn't diminish that you know what i mean um the controversy that's going on with him and the the strong allegations um uh, and charges that are against bam right now um i think they're what molestation mm-hmm. charges mm-hmm. um those are serious mm-hmm. And I, you know, there's no room for that uh, at all. Um, so, I, you know, that's not something that, that I, I, I easily dismiss as well. And I think that, uh, you know, I think in time that, 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 that if crimes were commit, committed, then uh, um, those same crimes will have to be uh, paid for mm-hmm. uh, in some fashion, in some way. And I think in some way they have been. But you guys can look that up yourself. But Legs, you know, being a pioneer from that era – and still, yeah. still, still, still mixing it up, still mm-hmm. b-boying. You know what I mean? I'll use the term, still breaking, <laughs> still out there representing the culture. Yeah. And, and educating, you know. Edu- all over the world. I'm going to get him back on the podcast. He said he'd, he'd come back on. on uh, I've hit him up on Twitter. Uh, so I'm going to get him back on to talk about that. Because the first time, you know, I was still a little green as far as interviewing skills, and I just wanted to take a stroll down memory lane. Um, and it was all common knowledge stuff, but I just thought it was cool for him to tell the beginnings with us, you know what I mean, to hear it. It was just cool to have Like we're having a conversation. Like but he's on. <laughs> but, but I've been following him on, uh, on all the, of his social media outlets. Very active. Very, very much so. Mm-hmm. Very much. And like I said, traveling the world. But he's, um, he's, he's sharp and he's, he's, he's remaining youthful uh, by, by, by being uh, surrounded and embracing the youth. Uh, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in a clip that he's playing, that I'm going to play a clip. I don't know if I'll play the whole 10 minutes, but uh, I'm going to play a clip on, on Legs talking about the, uh, the history of hip-hop. One. Oops. Sorry. A lot of people claim, oh, hip-hop was started back in the days, back in the early whatever, and this and that. But if you look on all the hip-hop, so-called hip-hop flyers, you'll see that in the 70s, not once, and that's from my perspective and my experience, not once have I seen the word hip-hop on a flyer. That's number one. Number two, when old school hip hop had start, and, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use the term, lo- term loosely when I talk about the people in the 70s. When you have old school heads that were, that basically abandoned the scene, life took a different course, some people got hemmed up in jail, some people uh, got married, some people went to school, they kind of took themselves out of the loop of things and had no clue as to what was really going on when it came to the progression and and the future of the scene that they actually contributed to for those two or three years that they actually were now for. And that's cool. Can't take that away from them. It's all good. Uh, without them, there would be no us. So I'm not even going to take that away from them. So let me stop you right there. That says a lot right there. You know what I mean? Not only does he... he, he pay respect to those involved at that time period but he also said something that was that that ring you know rings true to i think in, in my life as well uh what's up being active being active and recognizing that sometimes bless you sometimes life gets in the way yeah you know what i mean yeah. and can take you out of the game, whatever the game is. In this case, he's talking about the culture of hip hop. But it, you know, when I think about you know my uh, what I was just ranting or, or rambling about, should I say, about in the in the wine business, um, life has continued to get in the way, and I've allowed certain things to get in the way, where it takes me off my focus, mm-hmm. takes me off my game, takes me out of conversations, whereas maybe I should be more focused. You know what I mean? And that, that, that happens. But also, there's another side to that coin. It's the same thing when I think about myself, my younger self, you know, when I was 14, 15, 16 years old, 17, and actively, I was no different than what we're doing here. No diff. Well, there was some differences. <laughs> I, I, just, but mentally, mentally... I was about the mixer, I was about the microphone, I was about equipment, I was about producing, I was about creating. Yeah. You know what I mean? No different than the song that we opened up the podcast with. Um, no different than what Legs is talking about, and no different than what we're talking about now or what I was rambling about, being pulled out to see. You know what I mean? You know, what keeps you in it? And at the end of the day, it's you, it's your heart, it's your soul. So anything else is an excuse. So I got to look at myself deep and this is coming from someone i respect immensely you know what i mean so i you know i gotta you know again i take another look at myself and and maybe i just don't like what i see you know what i mean maybe maybe that's it you know uh and that's a hard truth Mm -hmm. that's a tough pill to swallow yeah i mean 
and, 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 and it's the same thing what Legs is talking about right here. For those people, said individuals that are upset because their names are being excluded, it's a tough pill to swallow. Let's listen on. Uh, but the thing is that people can't act like, oh, yeah, well, what hip-hop was back then and what it was meant to be. Come on, man. It wasn't meant to be anything until somebody actually put some direction toward, you know, uh, put, put I guess put a goal in front of it. And, and um, so when people start talking about what to, uh, I mean, I guess how they want to perceive what it was, how people got down. There was no focus on creating a culture because we just wanted to battle. We just wanted to get up. We People didn't want to rock mics. People wanted to get on the turntables. And that's it. And it just happened to be that a lot of people out there, since we had limited options, gravitated towards writing. MCing, DJing, B-boying, whatever it was, even Double Dutch. And, and, and that's cool, but there was no prerequisite when it came to uh, being a part of something because that something still didn't have a name until 1982. And, and technically, even before 1982, the first person that put together an event with the intention of presenting all these elements as a happening that was going on in the Bronx and Manhattan predominantly. And I'm talking about the people that were really making noise. There were a lot of people that came before some of the people that put it on the map. All good. I know there's a whole Brooklyn debate, the whole Queens debate. I'm too young to get into that, so I'm not going to fight that fight. That is... For all you other old school dudes to, uh, I guess, figure out how to agree to disagree or to figure out how there are different perspectives and we can still all live without beefing so much when it comes to the history. Let me let me stop you right there for a second. So mm-hmm. you coming from a different era. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're exposing yourself there, <laughs> Miriam Tassi. You might uh, want to cover up. <laughs> A little bit. It's a loose, loose Am dress. Distract- Am I distracting you? I mean, you know, <laughs> nip slip. It can be. I don't think it's uh, that bad. I think you're exaggerating. You're saying things that aren't you there. People, man, there's some things going on here. Okay. All right. Can you look at me in the eyes, please? Well, the thing. Uh, <laughs> Go on. Distraction. <laughs> so me growing up. Yes. You growing up in the era you grew up in, which was a lot different than than my era of course of hip hop like how how do you receive this conversation this dialogue that's going on as far as the the history and the importance of the accuracy of hip hop or does it even matter do you think it's a debate that that should be you know should we just stick to the basics that what we know we know and cool herc was cool herc and you I know what I mean? bam is bam i think that there's you know, a certain, I, I think there's always, I like the way he said that, that we have to kind of agree to disagree because, you know, you're always going to have people that are not going to agree on the start of something, you know, and you always have a different side to a story. Right. So yeah. I, th- I really like the fact that he's just like, you know, 
it's I like it comes up a little bit later in the clip, but I like that he talks about he says it on this part too, but how it's like they didn't know that it was a thing yet because it wasn't a thing yet. You know, it wasn't something yeah. like hip hop didn't really he's, as a whole didn't and, exist and he's, yet as he's a culture. Talking, yeah, he's talking deep too. He's talking seventies. Mm. Yeah, right. Like when so, I started listening in the eighties, when I the first time I heard and I've said this before, the first time I heard Planet Rock, you know, eighty one, right? It's like eighty one. So I can't remember when if it was mid or late or when. I know where I was. I know the car I, I was in. I mean, I was in, I, we had this Ford uh, uh, station wagon with the wood on the side. You yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we're living in Mill Valley in California. Lie to you not. Planet Rock drops, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, the rest was history. I was, I was done. Like, I mean, we were listening to, I, I, I told you before, Miriam Tazi, that, that, uh, that, you know, Every every day we wake up is like you know Rick James, Stevie Wonder, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Jacksons, uh, you name it, Peaches and Herb, uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, uh, I mean Marvin you, you Gay. yeah, Cool in the Gang, mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye, I mean, the all elements, great, the elements, <laughs> all great, and and believe me, it was absorbing into my psyche. It's what I listen to now, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. but I, it it's not like I wasn't feeling it, but it didn't. It did not. Uh, it didn't take me. Uh, take me there. Like it didn't. It didn't penetrate. Uh, it. It really didn't penetrate my soul till later on in life, and I understood that this was also part of the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This was. This was part of that evolution. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, but yeah, the the, the exactly. Uh, and that's the point. I think is that. You know, music kind of is an evolution, and that's kind of what happened with hip hop as well. You know, and it's kind of a newer, newish. You know, I shouldn't say newer because it's been around for quite a while now, but it's kind of like a new religion. You know, new music. It is still it's still in its youth. Yeah. But uh, my point was also like when the first time I mean the first time I heard this. I was I was in the car, right? And that car had wood grain on the side, white. And I heard that. A little Malcolm Riddle. That was like I like this. I literally stopped just like And I remember I remember staring at the radio and was just I was amazed. <laughs> that right there got me. Gone. To this day, to this day, it takes me back. I literally, I literally can, can time travel every, I think I've said this on a podcast before. My mind can literally stop. The stress, the distractions of, the, of an adult, the pain, anything that is going on in my life, when this song comes on, I go back to the 1981, 1982, literally. And I time travel in some weird fashion. I don't even know if that makes sense. I can kind of feel... Nostalgia? Yeah. The power of the brain, the mind? The power of music. 
power of soul. Yeah. Sonic. <laughs> Force. Alright, yeah. so we get you guys Got get it. the gist. Got it. Sometimes I get carried away. Mm-hmm. But that's why Miriam Tazi is here to keep me <laughs> kind of on track. Keep me on track. Or distract you. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so you, you agree that this is important to get back on, on Yeah, on I do. It's important, but I also understand that you know, I, I I don't think it's important that people are beefing over it. You know, I think that there should be should people should be kind of more open-minded. And I think that you and I also have been trying to work on that ourselves, you know, with this podcast and music and talking about it and bringing in newer artists and whatever, just bringing them up and stuff. It's just, it's true. It's an evolution. And the history, it's it's important. You have to know where it comes from, but some people might disagree, you know? So Well, they feel left out. They feel slighted, you know what I mean? They feel Yeah, but dismissed. he also makes a point. Like, you could still make your impact within within two or three years, and it's not like... You know, maybe you're not spoken of. I don't think anyone should be the end all to the discussion of how hip hop started because uh, not one person did every element. Not one person from its inception said, hey, let's get all the writers, the DJs, the B-boys, the MCs all together. Now, dudes were trying to make money, throwing red parties, throwing jams, uh, just trying to have a party. And, and that's cool. It's a beautiful thing. One thing led to another. Uh, but I'm, today I'm going to give props to someone that no one would ever expect when it comes to the pioneers of hip-hop, when it comes to the practitioners of hip-hop, when it comes to the people that were going to the jams in the parks, uh, and, and you know the people who were at danger you know, at certain times of the night, or whether you, you were going to uh, Mapes uh, Pool or 129 Park or 118 Park or, or to, to the uh, PL, PAL on Webster or going to, um, of course, everybody was worried about getting stuck up when you went to Disco Fever. Thanks, Sal. You should have had security on the outside, too. Anyway, I'm going to give props to a man named Henry Chalfant. Henry Chalfant is the person that basically uh, came across Rocksteady Crew because of Take One, rest in peace. Uh, and he had this idea of, of putting together an event that would present all these different elements so it uh, sounds, that were happening so, in, in the streets. So basically, and to sum, sum up that... Not to be confused with the graffiti rock. Some of what's being said is later, the uh, the TV and Michael Holman produced. This was the time period. Yes, everybody was just trying to have fun. And, uh, everyone was trying to unite. Everyone was. Someone was spinning over here. Someone was spinning over there. Someone was MC and air dancing here. There was no real organization to it. No one can. You can, it, so it would be difficult to for anyone to to, to say hey. You know, I mean, I'm the George Washington so, of this game. And I think that's basically what he's saying and what's going on. I think together, I, there's a lot of arguing because it's always been said uh, that, uh, you know, it's this person or that person, this crew or that crew. It's you know, but it's a, it's a collective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the beauty of hip hop. I mean, exactly. If you look at it now, exactly. yeah, we, we get it. You know, Bronx, Brooklyn, you know what I mean? They're all Queens, part of it. They're all part of Manhattan. It. Staten Island, like we we get that. Then it, you know, I'm gonna say America was first when it comes to hip hop. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, because yeah, yeah. it is course. so huge. You but that's I mean? but th- it, it, can we just all agree on that? And that's can't. it. But no, it has to be which borough, blah blah, like what coast and all yeah, that. And it's yeah. like 
It's not about that. Like, can't we? But actually you look now. Unite? You look at you, you look at the UK. You look at Japan. And I know. You look at Germany. Well, that's my hip-hop. point. So US is still the birth of hip hop, but it's like, and it's spreading, and it's been spreading. I think that's one of the problems with the with uh, with, and I'll say the black culture, but itself, there's always a lot of infighting. And, and hip-hop's not just black. I mean, uh, uh, Puerto, the Puerto, Puerto Ricans, you name it, Dominicans, uh, uh, you know, white people. I mean, that's what I really embraced. My early hip-hop in- experiences uh, in Flint, Michigan, and the Flint, Michigan scene, Detroit hip-hop, uh, it was, we had everyone in our crew. Yep. Every race, every color, male and female, I mean, and... and it didn't matter. It doesn't. Even to this day, it's like, you know, it's not something we, we put a label on. Um, and that's the beauty of it. And that's the beauty of the culture. Yep. And that's why it's so embraced. Let's we see. have pictures that show different celebrities or different notable people of that era. Whether There's a part in here where I want to pick up. The- or uptown where they were in the audience. They were watching. It's documented. No question at all. 100% legitimate and, and not even debatable. Uh, yeah, so, I, you know, just a big shout-out to Henry Chalfant because what became the the uh, the culture or what became the movement, if you want to call it that, uh, what became the alternative form of recreation for a lot of the youth in New York City, uh, I, I, I think we have to recognize when someone like Henry Chalfant does something and has a huge impact because I think we all needed each other. Everyone's role was different. Some people had more time in the game than others. Some people uh, had a very short but effective contribution. And you know, some people just bounced and, and feel slighted. For those of you who bounced and feel slighted, all I have to say is thanks for your contribution. And when it comes to you thinking that you did more than you actually did in terms of impact on the people, get it out of your head. Tell your boys to stop gassing you up. Tell your neighborhood to stop gassing you up. Because if your impact was that strong, you would hear it from more than your boys and you would hear it from more than your family and you would hear it from more than your own mind speaking to you when you're feeling depressed, miserable, lonely or whatever and feeling out of date, irrelevant, all that stuff. You want to be relevant? Stay active. Sorry. It's a young man's game. If you're not keeping that youth and fighting for that youth and, 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 and keeping things on point with your, with your health and your skills, you're irrelevant. And that's cool, too, because we can't all keep doing that for the rest of our lives. Everyone has to have their time. Next generation has to come in. Let them live. Don't judge them. Don't put them down. And don't run the bullshit of, oh, back in my day when we did it for real. It's not cool. You got to pull them up, not push them down. That. You got to pull them up, not push them down. That right there sums it up. That last minute um, (laughs) is power. Yeah. That last minute is truth. That last minute is the soul of the culture. Right right there. I mean, it says it all. And we're all guilty of it. Mm-hmm. We're all guilty of it. You know, and you get, you get, especially me, you get in your own head. You get deep in your own head, you know, and you start, you know, chastising everything else but yourself. 
You know what I mean? You start or even running yourself too much, though. You have to like. Yeah, I mean that's true too. <laughs> but at the same time, when, when speaking of, of of you know the culture and hip hop itself, you got to you, you know the youth. What's going on now? What's going on now in in rap music and and everything? And it's so quick to dismiss this period. But you do. You have to embrace what's what's around us and and pull them up, not put put them down because they 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 have to. I mean, you know what I mean? You've heard me. You've heard me talk about Gigolo Tony and. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the MCs that weren't on the level of Cool J or, or DMC or or, or, or or anyone for that yeah. matter. You know what I mean? There's always going to be there's always going to be different levels and, and you have to have that. Um, but, it, you know, it's the same thing in any era, in any 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 business or any, you know, I guess any any culture or, or, or you know, any area that you're in, any form martial arts uh you know boxing you know what i mean I, I i i watch boxing i've been getting back into it as far as watching it and and you know it's quick when i have discussions with other people and they're like oh it ain't like it was in the 90s and da 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 you know what i mean well it's it's lost it's 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 art or whatever but i mean it's it's a new generation and they need to build their names yeah you know what i mean and we got to look at you know people need to get a chance too or you give people a chance, and but yeah, that 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 clip makes me think just as much as the KRS One um, song, and just makes me reflect on being active and being proactive in whatever field you're in. Uh, yes, it could be the wine business, in my case, right? <laughs> yeah. And like and, you're not active. <laughs> yes, I'm very active <laughs> in it, but you know whether I'm I'm a hundred. Yes, it's easy for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I said that before, and uh, probably on record on the podcast, but I said it recently with the two meetings I had with the producers, and said it's just as easy as they, as as for me to do be in the wine business and do sales. It's as easy as it is for you to breathe and blink, blink your eyes. Yeah. It's that easy for me. It's that simple. It, it's it's cocky thing to say, I know, but that's the truth, man. I got nineteen in the game to prove it. I ain't got shit to show. I ain't got a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out. But I've made some people a lot of money, and there are a lot of people that seem to like me in this community, which says a lot. And I guess that's what I should focus on and try to build if I'm going to remain in it. But also, this clip and the song that I opened up with uh, reminds me that I should, uh, or you, or we um, the listeners included, to look at yourself and and if you're going to be in the game, be in the game, be be active. You know what I mean. If you want to be relevant, you have to be there. You have to constantly, constantly be in the in in whatever arena that's hosting the event. If you're going to be a gladiator, you got to be up in there with the lions. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's the point. Instead of making excuses why I'm not writing the script, why I'm not producing, you know, the documentary. Well, you know, I can, you know, the same energy it takes me to tweet out a newsletter or send out an email newsletter. I can try to reach out and get someone to uh, listen to an idea I have, pitch an idea, or 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 try to allocate time to write more. You know. It's challenging as far as time, and when 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 I'm 
I'm speaking about myself now, but when I am weighted weighted down with thoughts and straight, just life itself, it's easy to get away. Yeah. No different than what Legs was talking about to people, the contributors, early contributors of hip hop, and you only contributed for one or two years, and it's appreciated, but then you're gone, and then you're gone for an you know decades, if not permanently, and then you know you want your your due. You're just due. Yeah. You feel like you've been slighted, but that's your head. You know what I mean? That's your head. And that's the thing. I need to get out of my head. And I need to, I need to, yeah, you agree, huh? I do. Jesus, I can see it in your eyes. (laughs) Fuck. But that's the truth, and that's the hard truth. No matter how creative you are, you know what I mean? No matter how dope you are. And there's a lot of dope people out there. There's a lot of dope MCs. There's a lot of dope writers. There's a lot of dope filmmakers and photographers, right? Yeah. The ones that stick with it, right? And grind it out. And they're in it. They're getting dirty. Usually it work, it, at some point, it works out. Not in the, I'll speak from experience, not in the motherfucking wine business, though. Because I've, I've been in the bits for, for 19 years, right? And... and and doing it maybe there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel with this distribution thing i don't know you know what i mean i'm i'm just doing what i usually do you know and and trying to trying to trying to you know stay relevant in that and i i did for the main part i mean i had a conversation with one of the top uh uh wine one of the top uh, retailers and and he was telling me you know about myself and Saying how I, you know, just keep coming. I just kept kept coming, kept, kept staying in their face, no matter what the product was. But mm-hmm. I just kept coming until the quality got better and better and better and better. And that, that kept me relevant. And we, we both agreed on that. And, it, it, you know, that means something. And, you know, it, it does. But fuck. It fucking eats away at me, like, to no end because, uh, you know, I hate to use the word reward, but, man, it's... it's, it's uh, there's, there has not been um, a, a amount of security financially uh, for me, and that's the shit that really gets gets under my skin. Um, and that's something that it, it's probably my it's that's on me. That's on me. You know what I mean? That's on me. It's not you know on anyone else because you allow people to take advantage of you. At the end of the day, um, and then as far as the. As far as the script, uh, as far as making film, as far as producing, you know, of course, it's it's tough. It's hard, you know, for me even to. It's challenging for me to even to produce this podcast as of late. Very challenging, uh, and a lot of it has been, you know, me rambling like this. So if, whoever, you know, if, if like I said, I'm I'm always happy if someone, you know, shout out to uh, to 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 uh, Andy Katz, aka Grandmaster Katz. You know what I mean. Mm. The GMK, you know what I mean. GMK, no. Shout out to Skip Squirrels, you know what I mean. Like I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna anoint him, um, Skip LaRock. You oh. know what I mean. Now he's got an AKA. <laughs> you know what I mean. I'll write that one down. I don't know a lot of Skips, but he always, he always, he always makes a brother feel good out of nowhere. Aww. You know what I mean. Uh, but shout out to him. You know what I mean? Because that motivates me and it, it inspires me. You know, shout out to brother, you know, brother Jamal and brother Halil. You know, they've been listening. And it's weird, you know, sometimes for me because they'll say stuff that, you know, I forget or whatever. And they'll say listening or send me a text 
or something like that. And, you know, I could be in one of those dark moments. But then, you know, it, that gets me through that, that, that time. So, I mean, you know, shout out to, to anyone. You know, my, my Dukes that, that tunes in. Um, but, yeah, it's not a comfortable place I'm in, no doubt. Um, but I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to be honest. I don't even know if this, you know, this is not, this couldn't be entertaining. You know what I mean? It couldn't, couldn't. Further, you know, I, mean, I, I just want to stop recording right now. <laughs> just rambling on, Domino motherfucker. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. You know, just fuck it. God damn, what is this dude talking about? Worst podcast of the. You know how they have the 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 Oscars and then they have what is it? What are those one awards for? What do they call it? The Razzies or, or some bullshit? Oh, yeah, that's you know what I mean? Yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be American Riddle. The worst podcast ever. No. <sighs> but yeah, as far as the script and stuff like that, I mean, I've got the resources. Mike Rapp and them are right in New York, in the boroughs. You know what I mean? Oh, they record there in New York all the time? They do both L.A. and New okay. York. But I'm in L.A. too. I got Corolla out there. I got resources to, with, you know, Corolla's camp. You know, I've got some rapport with Mike Rapp, uh, Michael Moore. You know, there are people in the game that are pretty high up in the food chain that if I can, you know, if, uh, when I produce a, a said product, then, you know, I, there's a chance at least I can, I can get a sit down with, if not them or, or their people. Um, but at, at the end of the day, fuck it. You know what I mean? I, you know, I should be able to just produce it myself. You know, it's just, you can't let... You can see I'm frustrated. Yeah, I can. Yeah. yeah. You, you, You're you like annoyed with your thoughts right now. You don't even know what to I'm say. a little annoyed. Yeah, I mean, I am because it's frustrating. And I'm looking at the time, too, because I know i got to be somewhere within the hour. So it's, you know, i got six, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things going on and a musty a tapioca all over my face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got to take a monkey bath and wash up real quick. You know, that's what my grandmother used to call it. Boy, oh you better get in and take a monkey bath. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard you use that term before. Yeah, I got that from Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Flint, Michigan. Cute. You know what I mean? God bless the dead. The, uh, the, yeah, the, the thing is to, for me, I think, and these are conversations I'm having. I mean, yeah, they've, they've posted. The people listen to the podcast, they posted. I mean, these are intimate thoughts that I'm sharing. It's not really for this specific podcast isn't for entertainment value. Um, but yeah, you can be the greatest poet, the greatest MC, the the dopest, you know, filmmaker or or or, or photographer or whatever. But if you're not if you're not doing anything, you're not making moves. You're not producing. You know, it's just a waste. And you, stay you, active. you you can't feel slighted. You can't blame it on someone else. You got to look at yourself and. You know, one of the things you always hear me say, one of the things that you hear me, you may have heard me say to producers, um, you, you may hear me say it in the wine business, you know, outside of the relationships that I'm, that I have um, all over the world, is that I'm good at connecting dots. And I've said it time and time and time again. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, I've said, for some reason, I'm unable to see like I used to see, unable to have the vision, I, clarity has not been there. Be, me being able to connect the dots for myself has 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 ceased in some way, but the other day I was thinking, I don't think it has. I just, I just don't think I'm accepting 
what's in front of me. I don't think that I am accepting the truth and that hard truth. And that's what I got to swallow. That's the pill I got to swallow. Or I have to change that story. Domino motherfucker. Trying to get a hold of the uh, hip hop wine consultant. Uh, this is Christopher Smith from Flint. Please give me a call whenever you get this message. Talk to you later, bro. So you got a task. This uh, is, this now you tell me <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. You gotta oh. stop with that shit. All you gotta do, I'm just gonna bounce something off you. Uh. You should remember because we've done a, a lot of podcasts. Mm. All right. So when I say when I say. When I say AKA, you got to throw the AKA out when I mention the said person's name that may have been on the podcast or even myself included. I'm supposed to remember their AKAs? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> There's too many of them, Malcolm. There's a reason why I do not remember them because there's like 18 per person. You got to do them all? I don't know even one per person. You want me to match them up now? Like, are you fucking kidding me? I don't even know the real original name. And you want me to fucking give you what the, the right AKA is for that particular person? Yeah. You're, they're not even my friends. How the fuck am I supposed to know? What the hell? You're crazy. I need a chart. What are you talking about? I mean, you've had, you've had Rico Phillips, right? I don't know. his AKAs. I don't know. Is double R, right? Okay. The fuck am I okay. supposed to remember Earl that? Earl Cameron. They're I'll, not my I'm, friends. I'm, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm going to throw you a... I don't know these people. I just know their voice. I'll throw you a softball. Earl Cameron. We just had him on. EEC. There you oh, go. Oh, Lucky. <laughs> what? Because we just had him on and it's in the name of the podcast. Mike J. No. AKA... I don't know. I don't know. I'm not playing this game. Stone. No. Yeah, okay. Dutch. How the fuck am I supposed to remember that? Blair. <laughs> Has nothing to AKA. do with his name. <laughs> I only know yours, Dutch, because it's ridiculously wrong. Sinister minister. No. See. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so we're going to scratch that. I thought it would be nice. <laughs> They're not- I, thought it would be. I didn't know I was supposed to remember this. I didn't know I was going to be quizzed. Not quiz? Yeah. I was just going to bounce something off you, you know, for, for theatrics, for mm. you know, enjoyment. But uh, we'll put that in the no pile. <laughs> What's that? Jesus Christ. All right. Quizzed. Oh, there we go, people. You Let's probably don't even know how to say my full name, and you want me to remember your friend's I AKAs. Even, I don't know. I just know Miriam Tazi, and it's yeah. like something else. Yeah, and Mo- you've known me for how long, and you want I've heard this, these <laughs> say, names once say. in like six months, and you want me to remember. Thanks, Malcolm. Mm. How do you say the last? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. It's not important, obviously. It's, you know. Something. <laughs> just, but you remember all your friend's AKAs from 20, 30 years ago. That's cool. I'm a little hot. <laughs> yeah. Under the collar all of a sudden. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, all right. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> like, really? All right. So your, your headphones are okay. I, I <laughs> you can hear everything. You can hear everything, all right? All right yeah, I can hear this. loud and clear. Let's see if I... <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a little worked up in here. I had no idea this was a uh, this type of deal. Apparently it is. No idea. The American Riddle Podcast. Malcolm Riddle. I know you know him. I'm that guy that says dominant motherfucker. Riddle. The American Riddle Podcast.